All right, all right, all right. Are we recording? We are, yeah. Hello, and welcome back to the least of our problems. We are still here. We are still recording. We are still chaotic. No matter how much they try and shut us down, we won't be stopped. <laughs> and unless they don't allow us to come back here, and then we will be stopped. Unless we run out of money. Yeah, which is <laughs> then very, we will very likely. <laughs> or if we cl- forget to click record, which someone did. Hey now, hey now. There's no, there's no point in blame. Let's just focus on focus on solutions. So, how are you? You know what? After I did that little run around in the studio, yeah, I feel better. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're dressed like you're going to the Arctic. You're... I thought I was dressed like I'm like cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, thanks, Kate, for crushing my dreams. Shall we record an episode? Let's record an episode. <laughs> So each week we have a topic to discuss and focus on the reality of it. And this week, what are we going to be talking about, Lily? Relationships. We're going to be taking off those rose-tinted glasses about relationships. Bear with me. And that was just water. (laughs) Mate, you've got some issues. I obviously, this is obviously a safe space for me. Oh, that's nice. I know. But can you stop? (laughs) (laughs) So I want to kind of do a little side note before we start getting into this episode. And just to say that, well, I speak for myself and I I think for Lily as well, that we are both in happy relationships. We are content and this is not a reflection on our relationships, but more of our thoughts and our battle with our own internal expectations that we've put on ourselves and that society have put on us as females, as humans, as young adults. Um, So I just wanted to do a little side Mm. side note. Feeling confused in your relationship isn't necessarily a reflection of the person that you're with, I think is what we're trying to say there. Yeah. So what we've kind of titled this episode is relationships and normalizing the boring of the relationships. So we're not going to be talking about falling in love and how it's all giddy and wonderful. We're going to be talking about the fucking dull side of relationships. I've had three big relationships in my life. The first one was extremely intoxicating and crazy and tense and a roller coaster. And then I had a really nice stable relationship Mm -hmm. because I wasn't having these ups and downs. We weren't having these big fights and then like making up. And I thought we needed to spice things up or do something crazy. But actually it was just a healthy, safe, loving relationship. But I didn't realize it at the time because I was so used to the up and downs of a toxic relationship. And now I hope I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think that I've been in the same. I've been in relationships that we've argued all the time. And in relationships where I've been constantly told that they love me, which fabs to hear, love it, 10 out of 10. But also, it's not the reality. You don't love 20, someone 24-7. Like, and if you do, that that's something that's wrong. <laughs> Maybe that's not the way to phrase it. But I don't know. I, um, I would say I love my partner all the time. I love with the addition of irritation. So I love you 24-7. However, at least 12 out of those hours, I am also irritated by you. And the other 12, you're asleep. There's a nice four hour period where I'm just in love. And normally that's when he's doing something nice. 
for me, like making me a cup of tea. I guess for you've four hours. been <laughs> you've been together for longer yeah. than I have with my partner. Yeah. But also I've been in relationships where someone has constantly been like telling me that they love me. And that's quite intense to constantly be like, I love you, I love you, you're beautiful, you're amazing. My ego was through the roof. I think it's normal in the beginning of a relationship when you first meet someone and you're like, wow, this honeymoon period isn't this amazing. I found my soulmate. You're fully just in it. But then I think it has to level out to a point where you both start being comfortable around each other. So that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about not the honeymoon period, not the toxicity. We want to talk about how actually when you're an adult, relationships aren't all about big fights. They're not all about being on holiday all the time with the love of your life. They're often just about sitting in on a Thursday night, watching reruns of something and cooking dinner and going to bed. And that's okay. Yeah. And don't let the world tell you differently. I feel like this episode is about what happens after the film ends. So let's go back a few years. (laughs) Did you have a dream of falling in love and living the happily ever after? I was thinking about this quite a lot. And I would say I didn't ever dream of falling in love I thought love might be nice and when I think about why that was it's because the love that I wanted the relationship that I wanted was Chuck and Blair from Gossip Girl that's hideously toxic yeah but at the time this whole you do really mean shit to each other but the love is so strong that you stay together anyway yeah that's what I thought love was. Yeah. I didn't actually think you could love someone and be kind to them. I thought you almost like had to be mean and then come back together to prove yeah. your love. So I wouldn't say the dreams that I had of love were very nice. Right. Okay. So it was kind of like that love conquers all of the toxicity. Yes. Healthy. Oh, yes. <laughs> really, really glad you don't think that anymore. If I could go back and speak to my 17 year old self. That would probably be the one thing I would say to her, but also you don't listen. You need to discover that stuff for yourself. Yeah, I need to go back and tell them to just sort their clothes out. Cause <laughs> I imagine you wearing a cap a lot and I don't know why. Oh my God, I literally look awful in hats. Oh yeah. So no cowboy hat for us. <laughs> no. All right. Lily is uh, desperate to get me in a cowboy hat. What is it? <laughs> it's a kink. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to that, falling in love and being happy ever after I actually did so I had the whole concept of meeting someone at a ball not that I have ever been to a ball or will ever go to a ball but a girl can dream and I thought I'd just be meet someone they put a shoe on my foot and bam I'd be in love forever however I never really thought past that I didn't really think what the kind of day-to-day of that love would be like because you don't see it anywhere No, I didn't think about how hard and complex relationships are. I also didn't think about how dull they could be. I think I had the opposite problem of that. I just thought they would never be dull. Yes, we would always be arguing. But I feel like we'll leave toxic relationships there for for the minute. Put a pin in that one. We will talk about that for another episode. So what about school? Did you find school helpful when talking about like love and relationships? I found school helpful in terms of learning how to put a condom on a banana did you guys get to eat the bananas later that's so fucked well they gave it to us as a snack after is that not normal no yeah they never really talked about relationships today they They just go don't have sex yeah that was basically it 
I don't remember really being talked to about consent, to be honest. No, not, not consent, but it was always like, make sure it's with someone who you love. Yeah. You know? You know, putting that guilt in there. Mm. Driving mm. it in early. What about the media? What do you think about that? Do you think that's helpful? No. Just constantly thought I would never have to put any effort into anything. I thought everything would happen by coincidence. I thought I'd be mm. walking down the street and I would drop something on the ground. I'd pick it up and I'd bump into the love of my life for years and years and years. I kind of never Drop stuff on the floor all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> never put any effort into anything because I just thought that things were just going to come to me. And that kind of feels a bit fucked now. Yeah. I thought that thinking about the media and films, I thought that relationships would just be grand gesture after grand gesture after grand gesture. And I thought that I would just be besotted with that person all the time. And actually what I've realized about love is love is just being okay and content at all times. Yes. And yes, I love him. Yes, I think he's a fantastic person, but I'm okay at all times because I know that I've got my person. Aww. So this got me thinking about the media and how they portray love. And I decided to do a little case study and I looked at The Notebook, which I feel like is known for being the relationship movie, showing the pinnacle of love. And they loved each other so much that no matter what or how they, how much they fought with each other or it didn't work, they always ended up back together because their love was so strong. So I decided to spend my Saturday night analyzing The Notebook. <laughs> so here... Here's the big quote that everyone knows from the notebook, right? So Noah goes, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever, every day, you and me, every day. What do you think about that, Kate? I personally... Ooh, don't <laughs> Hungry, know are you? I don't know if you could hear my stomach on that one. Um... <sighs> I do think that relationships are hard. I don't think you need to work every day. The building block of a good relationship is being able to do a day where you're not working on it, where you're not fighting for your relationship. I think it's okay to just do the bare minimum and exist next to that person. And I think that is a better relationship than someone who is like, okay, let's analyze exactly how you kissed me this morning. I completely agree. I think it shouldn't be something that takes so much of your energy i agree you should have to put attention into your relationship but for example me and kate are doing this podcast i work 40 hours a week i then spend what 30 hours a week doing the podcast and i feel really grateful to my relationship that i've been able to to kind of be like i'm gonna have to not be super present right now i mean we do force your partner to take pictures of us <laughs> in sparkly jumpsuits the absolute lack of tolerance by the end <laughs> just fucking do it <laughs> just one more just one more i want to jump <laughs> i want to jump in the street and look like i'm flying <laughs> please i think the bit of the quote that says you and me every day that's unrealistic like i want that me time where i can be completely and utterly selfish and go to bed at half past seven and not eat a full dinner and have a piece of toast and i also think it's not teaching specifically young women that you can survive on your own yeah i was actually having this conversation um with a client of mine the other day she said that her husband goes away a lot 
And apparently people always ask her, oh, that must be really tough. And she's like, no, I love it. It's the days that I can do everything that I've not managed to do while he's been here. It's the days that I can go, you know what? I actually want a 45 minute long bath and I'm not going to be disturbed by anyone. I can watch something that I've been wanting to watch for ages, but it doesn't fit into the same caliber of what we both want to watch. And I think that's really important to have you and me, but also me and you. Yes. I'm doing directions with my hands on an audio medium. (laughs) So they're separate days. I've been dying to watch the Kardashians for ages. That is... (laughs) That is the one bane of a long-term relationship (laughs) and living with somebody. Neither of you ever watch anything that you actually want to watch. Because you're you're constantly compromising. You constantly compromise. And then that's why you end up watching reruns of stuff because it's like, well, this is the only thing that we can agree on. Do you know what? No, my biggest bane of living with someone is, obviously we we all have aspirations for ourselves. And I'm saying, right, I will wash my face every single night. Yeah. And, and when, do your really long teeth. Yeah, and I do my ten minute teeth routine. And the one the one day I'm like, I'm fucked that. I'm not gonna be able to, I'm not gonna do that. There's someone to point that out to you. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Oh uh, my god. Not washing your face this evening. Oh, but you said you wanted to do that every day. Oh my god, yes. Get off me! Get off me! Literally. Oh, I thought you were gonna try eating healthily this week. Why have you got like your forty sandwich of the day? <laughs> I thought you weren't spending money this week. Well, I've had a mental fucking breakdown and it's only half past nine on a Monday. And I I love them. Yes. But sometimes I'm like... God. I feel like we've now completely lost. Much we're, now just on, <laughs> we're now just on a rant. And the other quote that I was like, what the actual fuck, was the narrator when it's like, they didn't agree on much. In fact, they rarely agreed on anything. They fought all the time and they challenged each other every day. Eh. yeah that doesn't really do it for me no i do agree with the challenging i feel like my partner challenges me most days but i think the fault all the time and not agreeing on much i think you need to basically agree on your core morals a hundred percent otherwise you are setting yourself up to argue for the rest of your life yeah and I think it's also pretty convenient that most of these films are written and directed by men. You've also got something here as well. And another quote that says they were crazy about each other. If you are crazily obsessed with the, the person that you are going through life with, how the hell are you meant to do your own life? How are you supposed to maintain friendships? How are you supposed to go to the gym? How are you supposed to decide what you like? And the more we talk about this, I'm kind of deeping it that this is all just some sort of paradigm to set women up to think that they need men. Yep. And then, do you know what? We would be called crazy if we got obsessive. Wow. Hmm. Mic drop. Yeah, mic drop. So let's move on. Is there such thing as true love? And is there such thing as a soulmate what do we think well in terms of the notebook i actually think it sounds really exhausting and not very healthy at all we kind of all thought that that's what we wanted we wanted someone to love us enough to build us a house with shutters that a porch that wraps all the way around and we want these massive gestures like he literally gave up his life to make her a house and i feel like we're not prioritizing realistic things in a relationship yeah and i think I think grand gestures is an interesting one to kind of talk about. I think grand gestures are really interesting. It's something that has been a sticking point for me and my partner. Mm. I be- 
think that a lot of women have been brought up to expect flowers and grand gestures. Men have been brought up to go, you can do the bare minimum. And she'll still like you. And she'll still like you. Mm -hmm. So I've got this expectation from society that I should be getting flowers every day. What my partner does is he'll change my tire. He'll clean my car out for me. He'll buy the blue top milk because that's the one that I like. Those are his grand gestures. And it's taken almost three years of our relationship for me to understand that that is him buying me flowers. I've only experienced grand gestures in a relationship when the relationship itself has been failing. Yeah. I have never received grand gestures that have been authentic. I prefer small gestures. So for example, my partner bought me chocolate covered raisins. Yes. They cost like 80p. That wasn't the point. The point was that there had been some thought about what I like and remembering what I like. You were in their mind. Yes. Yeah. So let's get back to that like idea of reality setting into a relationships. Mm -hmm. So in 2017, a while ago now, they did a sexual behavior study and looked at the average adult couple. They found that couples enjoy sex 54 times a year, which equates to about once a week, which I think is quite comforting. I actually hadn't thought about how much other people were having sex. Oh, I spend a lot of time about thinking about how much other people have sex. Not in a weird way. Sounds pretty weird. I feel like I have been told my whole life and a whole kind of growing up that sex basically equals happiness and healthiness of your relationship. So if you are having loads of sex, your relationship is healthy. I feel like I spent a lot of my early relationships constantly going, well, I'm only having sex X amount of times a week. Why is everyone else doing it more? They must be in a better relationship than me. And actually that wasn't true. Some of the relationships that I've seen, they're having sex a lot and they still break up, they still argue. I remember talking to a girl years ago in the smoking area uh, at a club. <laughs> when, I used to, when I used to go out past half past nine. And I remember talking to her and we we're talking about how much we had sex. I was like, oh, like once a week. She genuinely looked at me as if I just told her that I sleep outside. She was absolutely baffled. She looked at me and she was like, sorry, what? Like, are you okay? I was like, of course I'm okay. And then that just sent me in the spiral. I was like, we're not having sex enough. I completely lost all sense of the fact that we were in a perfectly healthy and happy relationship. And I was like, well, we've got to have more sex. I feel like that also... <laughs> Pants down. <laughs> Quickly! <laughs> Get home. <laughs> I feel like that puts a lot of pressure to then have sex, which also takes the enjoyment out of sex. Yeah, and if you're there going, okay, well, we've done it once this week. Check. Okay, check. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got it. If we could do it at Thursday around 5 p.m., <laughs> then I can get in a second time. So that means that I'm healthier than everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I found that fact quite comforting. I don't think about how many times people have sex. I think about the type of sex they're having. And I have never felt more comforted than when Emma Chamberlain went on Call Her Daddy and said, please, can we normalise the missionary position she's like sex doesn't need to be boring sex a fancy circus performance outfits changes like any of that it can just be about two people 10 minutes sex missionary position done and i felt so seen and so comforted by that honestly i remember when we going back to bebo bebo used to have those questionnaires of like how long can you last in bed 
and people be like, yeah, 60 minutes. If you're lasting in 60 minutes, like I'm out. I do not want to be part of this. Ouch. If you need to have a break, that is a job, not sex. Preach. It's 60 minutes of vigorous activity. That's um a workout. Fuck that. I agree. Fuck that. That is like when Thrush and BV come into play. Um, your girl does not want that. And also just say that you don't know how to make a finish. Just say that you've got some kind of emotional issues that means that you can't come. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like no. go to a therapist, yeah. go to a therapist. If you are lasting 60 minutes in bed, I do not want, like I will, I will tag team someone. Uh, yeah. I genuinely could not imagine anything worse. 10 minutes, missionary position. Perfect. I think we need to also normalize that it's okay to not be super kinky. Why do women have to dress up, but men don't have to dress up? Because I do not want to ever see a man in a little skimpy nurse's outfit. What about a nice edible thong? Why would you want to eat a thong off a man's hairy butt crack? Damn, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you immediately go for the butt crack? Also, where's it going to go between the balls? Is it going to go in between the balls? (laughs) In between. Or like the penis on one side and the balls on the other. I completely stand by your point that I don't want to see a man dressed up. But I still don't understand why women have to... No, I do understand. It's consumerism. So we think that we have to dress up and we have to buy the 50 pound bra and the 20 pound pants and the 30 pound suspenders and then the stockings and then a, like a little 90 and a little mm, lingerie. But why do we need, why can't, what, what, can we not just have sex? No. But this is the thing is most people that is their sex. That is their sex. It's boring. The t-shirt, like the t-shirt. t-shirt boring 10 minutes nothing to write home about you wouldn't run to your friend and be like this is the best sex i've ever had it's fine yes but that is what life is that is what being in a relationship is is it's not all gonna be fireworks and sexy little panda suits (laughs) (laughs) you really want a fucking animal No one has time to light a hundred candles and pick off a hundred roses in their week. I'm sorry, that's just not happening. And if it is, you're having an affair. So my one like thing that is just not adulting this month, two months, is our bathroom light has gone off and we cannot for the life of us work out how to fix it. We've rung the landlord. She's sending an electrician around, but like in two weeks, we're constantly having to light like little tea candles. So it looks like we're either getting ready for a seance or we're looking to have like a bit of fun but literally all we're doing is showering in these tea lights and it takes fucking ages you're going around you're like oh that one's gone out (laughs) and then the fire hazard is unreal that is unreal i knocked one off the other day nearly caught my towel alight the stress not worth it and also i feel like for us women in our hormonal cycles as well there's going to be periods of that hormonal cycle where we want to have sex and periods where we want to be left the fuck alone we are going to feel more bloated at parts in the month and then the days that we're not feeling bloated the last thing that you want to do is have sex and also on this point of kind of hormones and stuff i also just want to mention anxiety Mm. and i know from personal experience and also from everyone telling me like mental health professionals that when you are experiencing a lot of anxiety you don't want to have sex yeah and i feel like it's important i feel like you should have a strong enough relationship to be able to talk to your partner and say i'm going through a really anxious spell at the minute 
and I just cannot have sex. I'm feeling too anxious. It's making me jumpy. It's making me tense. I'm really sorry. It's nothing to do with you. I love you. You're gorgeous. You're amazing. You're perfect. I just cannot have sex at the moment. I'm yeah. s- my mental health is fucking me up. And say then you don't have sex for two weeks, maybe even three weeks. And I feel like that you should last and you should be okay. We were saying this the other day, even six weeks, two months, there's going to be periods in your life as you get older that you're not going to be able to rely on sex after having a baby, if you choose to. Any kind of operations, time away from each other. There should be a base below sex. It should not be the basis of your relationship. It can be a fun addition with a little uh, slinky item. With a little panda suit. (laughs) (laughs) So is, is there a difference between sex and love? So specifically sexual needs activate part of the brain that is sensitive to pleasurable things like food, sex, drugs. So that dopamine that we were talking about when we were talking about social media, we get the same from sex. And basically love is meant to be stable and it becomes a habit. So a relationship is often more likely to be like, love and a habit and it can be boring we associate habits with being super super boring like cleaning your teeth or cleaning my teeth <laughs> yeah. or washing your face every evening so the love part of it can actually be really dull because it's something that we choose to do every day whereas the sex is the exciting bit the sex is almost like the thing you kind of don't really have control over but you can work it yeah your love so who we wanted to sprinkle a little bit of reality What have you done in your relationship this week, Lily, that has been utterly boring? Okay, so the first thing I feel like we can all agree is food shopping. Yes. Super boring. Um, The other thing, I mean, she really likes it. Me, not so much, is because I went on that nail course. (laughs) She really likes it when I, like, push her cuticles back. (laughs) And and it takes, and, like, you know, file the nails. and you know, just just like sitting there and pushing the cuticles back. No, give, like, a manicure without painting the nails. But it takes so long. And for me, I'm there, like, working away, pushing her cuticles back, get you know, filing and stuff. And she's just sat there watching the TV, having a really nice time. And for me, I'm like, fucking hell. You've got to do it. I've got to do it. Yeah. What about you? We divided we did like a chores um i didn't really know how to describe it like a chores kind of quiz of what we rated our chores so hoovering 10 out of 10 i really love doing that his was like laundry 10 out of 10 he hates changing the duvet so he rated that a one so we kind of did all this and divided it up and then we we've just written which ones chores that we have like so fucking dull you don't hear that about that about Cinderella. Cinderella and the prince divided up the chores and pushed the cuticles back. But also that makes so much sense because then you don't have to do the chores that you fucking hate. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of given up doing any of the chores <laughs> at the minute. So I'm just working all hours. Yes. <laughs> so we also spoke to you lovely guys. But we didn't do a poll this time because we decided that maybe we should move away from just doing it on social media. So we reached out to some reliable pals mm. about whether they've ever compared their relationship to someone else's. And Lily is now going to give you the facts. So 66% of people said yes, they have. 30% said no, I've never compared my relationship with someone else's. And 4% said I'm single, please stop asking me questions about people in a relationship. <laughs> so I think that's pretty huge. And... 
how are we meant to feel secure in our relationship if we're constantly looking at external influences and other people's relationships? Do you think you've ever compared yours? I feel like I have, but unknowingly, if that makes sense. Right. When you're just hanging out with couples, you're like, oh, they seem to get on well. Mm. But I don't really think that I'm comparing my relationship. I'm just like, oh, they get on really well. So I do. I'm quite bad. Mm. I'll go, well, they've been together longer than us and or less time than us. And they're still there at this milestone. So I am constantly going, which milestone am I not achieving? Which is quite detrimental to my relationship. So do you feel like you should be engaged? I feel like society is telling me that I should be. I don't feel like we necessarily want to be. When I was not in a good relationship or if we had an argument, I would find people that had had bigger arguments and gone, well, they're still together now, so we're going to be fine. Or it's okay that I stay with him because she stayed with him and he did worse. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. Definitely. I think there is a difference between having a normal steady relationship and being bored by someone we're not sat here saying don't analyze your relationship because it's so important to to debate whether your feelings are the same or what's changed or how you're going to progress or what milestone you might reach yeah and we're also not saying not to put effort into your relationship because i do think relationships require effort but i also think it's okay to work on yourself and have time for yourself and take Mm -hmm. a 45 minute bath and watch the Kardashians on your own. And it's okay to be a bit selfish, even when you're in a relationship. We want to kind of just say it is okay to just be plodding along in your relationship, to not be having these amazing highs, to not be having all of these milestones that people put so much value on. It's okay to be five years deep, not have a ring on your finger, a puppy or a house, or even to be living together. It's okay If that works for you and you are happy and you are content, don't let the influences of external factors impact your happiness. And also not being funny, I saw a girl put on Instagram the other day, her dressing up because her boy, because she was going to meet her boyfriend and he was literally just coming around to her house and she'd done like full glam, like a full beat. And I was like, am I the villain? Because I didn't do that. Oh my God, no. I like go home, put joggers on, put my Destiny's Child's fan t-shirt on and I then just sit on the sofa. We'll sit there and I'll be like, when was the last time I actually put mascara on my eyes? (laughs) And I don't even know where my mascara is. So guys, it's now the time for what's hot and what's not. So what's your hot this week, Lily? My hot this week is... And I'm so fucking buzzing for this. I don't know if you can tell. David Tennant coming back to Doctor Who. Yes. I I am so excited. I'm currently watching all the old David Tennant Doctor Who. Like, I'm not like a sci-fi, like, that, I don't know. I love David Tennant as Doctor Who. I fucking, I like, he does something to me when he's, not, not, no, not David Tennant. When David Tennant is the Doctor. Mm. Do you want to know my claim to fame? <sighs> If you tell me that you've met him, I'm going to be really upset. My grandma dated one of the Doctor Who. Which one? Oh, one of the dead ones. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> when he was alive, she dated him. Not like... Oh, in- yeah, I fucking hope she didn't <laughs> date his ghost. <laughs> 
Yes, I've had a seance with my grandma and she's... <laughs> she introduced she's, me to her lover. She's happy in the... <laughs> it's going to be so good. He's the best doctor. And honestly, I will die on that hill. And anyone can come up to me and fight me and try and plead their case. But David Tennant is the Why best doctor. Why are you doctor. trying to scrap people? <laughs> I, I will fight you. Watch or not hot. I've seen a lot of people decorating their houses before the 1st of December. Ugh. No, 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 no. This isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go. Okay. Power to them. In fact, I was one of those people. But people that are, that then feel the need to comment and be like, why have you decorated your house before December? It's like not even December. Like, why oh, would yeah, you do just that? Just get a life. Just get a life. I'm like, if it makes someone else happy, why the fuck do you care? Also, is it really impacting your life? It isn't. Because you don't like, live there. All that's happening is you're getting a bit more sparkle. My hot this week is being treated like family by your friends' families. Aww. So I went to a 30th this weekend and it was really nice and her family were there and it's just like they additions to your family and it's just so nice to be welcomed like a, like a family member. I just love it. It's just such a huge compliment and I always really want that to be my life when I'm an adult and if I have kids, I say when I'm an adult, I am an adult. Very cute, very wholesome. My not hot this week is weekends <laughs> <laughs> hear me out i feel like the whole concept of weekend is so negative i feel like everyone's like let's ram the weekend for filled you end up going to work more tired on the monday because you've just got off work on friday you've basically filled all that time you haven't relaxed i think voting for a three-day weekend well yeah relax day do something day relax day or to do something days i just think weekends are negative you do need a relaxed day i completely agree with you however everyone's like right friday night yeah let's have it and saturday night let's have it again and then sunday it's like i have to do all my relaxing but all my laundry and all my and tidying the house. yeah and then it's not relaxing and i think it's actually one of the good things about hospitality is so my weekend is wednesday thursday yes and you don't feel like you have to do loads of stuff no yeah because nobody's around yeah you can literally just relax. And if I want to go and do stuff, it's not busy. Yeah. It's so nice. I I think weekends need some changing. Friday is begging to be a weekend day. Mate, Thursday is begging to be a weekend day. She's like, please. You know? <laughs> it's a bit desperate. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Friday is desperate. So at the end of each episode, we do a little confession. A little naughty confession, little tiny confession of either things that have made us realise that we are not quite full adults or just stupid shit that we've done that we wanted to share with you. And now Lily has her first ever confession. I would like to confess mm -hmm. that I went to Bingo Lingo with my friends. So fucking girl who has no friends. She mentions <laughs> them a hell of a lot, doesn't she? <laughs> And we were all having a really nice time. We'd had the little pre-drinks. And then we... Oh, that's that's a thing. When people say pranks, that is my not hot forever. <laughs> just sorry to interrupt, but to just... I thought you were going to say it. And I, my coat curled my toes. I would never say. You say a pano shock, though. Yeah, because I have to say it about 100 times a day. Just cross someone's chocolate in it. <laughs> if someone says that to me, I go... Oh, you mean the pan of chocolate? Like, like Hermione. 
Ist Paddel Schokolade? Paddel Schokolade. Anyway. So we had some pre-drinks, went to Bingo Lingo, was having a really nice time. And I feel like the devil got hold of me. And I'm known for having a, a tiny bladder and I go for a wee quite a lot. So I was going to the toilet quite a lot. Um, and obviously alcohol is like, will aggravate the bladder needs. Yeah. So I was going to the toilet and my friends didn't really think anything of it. But what they didn't know is most of the time I wasn't going to the toilet. I was going to the bar by myself and doing two sour sours shots every single time by myself. I couldn't tell you what possessed me to do that. I have honestly no fucking idea. And then obviously <laughs> I got absolutely fucked. Bingo lingo finished. We went to another club and I was so drunk that I just started running and like oh, just running around. Yeah. And then I was like running onto the road and like trying to be free and escape. And I don't fucking know, but I was so embarrassed and I woke up in the morning and I was like, everyone hates me. Did they? Luckily everyone by that point was also kind of fucked. So I think they were having the same feelings like, Oh, I got really drunk last night. Does everyone hate me? But uh, that was one of the worst hang hangovers I've ever had because there's so much sugar. Sour shots is a road choice. Yeah, I know. I, I, and two of them. Yeah. I honestly don't know what was going through my mind or why I thought that that would make me more fun. But I f I'm really happy to get that off my chest. Good. I think I can resolve you if that's in. So thank you for listening to our episode. We love week. you guys. Yeah, we do. Oh. And not in just a boring way. <laughs> we would have non-missionary sex with you. <laughs> Kate wants one of you to dress up as a panda. <laughs> or a shark, actually. <gasps> Happy birthday. <laughs> we will see you next week where we'll talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> that we are yet to decide. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. I hope you have a great week and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Don't go. See you tomorrow. No, you hang up. No, you no, hang you up. No, you hang up. No, you press record. No, you press the button. Auto repot plants. No, that low-key slays. When but you repot a plant and then it thrives... But it's so boring. I'll buy you the Grand Supreme chess set. Is that a thing? Grand Supreme <laughs> chess set. <laughs> I don't want to watch Lord of the Rings. I just want to watch the hobbits go around their daily life. Yeah, it's like, oh, is that another pair of jeans that's just come through the post? Oh, is that another pair of jeans? It's just, yeah, it is. I don't even fucking like flowers. They die. Waste waste of energy. Um, I mean, if anyone ever buys me flowers, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> it sounds not, like you don't. I'm not shunning on flowers. <laughs> <laughs>